0: Hello and welcome to Anime to Z, the podcast dedicated to all things anime. I'm Shay Lingo, rapper and musician, and anime is definitely a fundamental part of my being at this point.
1: Yeah, and I'm Beck Hill. I'm a comedian, writer, and artist, and anime is also a fundamental part of my being. Which part? Probably my right butt cheek. Oh my days. <laughs> Which part of it is, is it for you, Shay? my heart oh that's nice my heart that's a lot less crass than mine
0: yeah it is I'm
1: thinking it's <laughs> fundamental like your right butt cheek is fundamental though because without it you're watching on an angle and it gets sore
0: yeah i probably hurt your spine a little bit yeah be hurt well. yeah, yeah chiropractic's nightmare do you know what I mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you were sitting there with both butt cheeks yeah you had to watch an anime for the rest of your life what would it be
0: oh this is so hard
1: for listeners like Shay has never looked this frustrated trying to make a
0: decision oh. Man, what have you done? You throw me all the way off. Maybe Hunter Hunter.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe
0: Hunter Hunter. Not I One just Piece.
1: There's so many episodes.
0: Hunter Hunter or One Piece.
1: Mm. One Piece. Oh, look, there we go. One I ch- Piece. I, I this is you how know, well I know you the, now.
0: Yeah, just because of the sheer length, I think it would be longer periods of time before I have to start it again. Yeah, so it would take yeah. up more of my life. Like I have to watch over a thousand episodes. Potentially, depending on when it ends in anime form. Yeah. I have to watch over a thousand episodes every time. Do you get me? Yeah. And that would take up so many years of my life over or so many yeah, so many yeah, years. Yeah, by the
1: time you get back to the beginning, you forgot what happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And
0: then you just watch it all over again. That's good. It would it would probably get to like five or six watches, rewatches before I'm actually like, Okay, I know what they're gonna say now. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like and then you've got the movies as well. If you're including the movies as well as the series, or like if you're talking about a whole franchise of anime. Then definitely One Piece. Yeah, One Piece. One Piece. What
1: have you watched the most repeatedly? Like actually. Well like re well like rewatches. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I'm level with Hunter Hunter, Death Note, and Log Horizon.
1: Mm-hmm. What's Log a, Horizon?
0: It's uh Isekai, like full like uh, trapped in a game type Ooh. stuff. You find out the NPCs that actually actually have personalities and do you know what I mean? Like, it's, and it, it's, it's very, very different from normal isekai, which is like fight your way through and level up and become strong and get the boss and find a way out. And then they never really find a way out. Right. And it becomes kind of their reality. But this Log Horizon takes a different twist on it because it has such a governmental and economical aspect that is strong in the, in the plot and strong in, the, in one of the main protagonists' kind of mission statements, mm. which then changes the nature of the entire. Anime, so yeah, Log Horizon. I've watched a few times, maybe, maybe three. And I've seen, I think, I've seen no, maybe four. I've seen Death Note three. I've rewatched Death Note three times in my life. I've rewatched Hunter Hunter twice, and maybe twice or three times in my life now. Yeah, have you done any rewatches?
1: Yeah, I watch, um, I watch Noshka like quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't know how many times I've watched it since I was <laughs> a child, <laughs> and the same with Lapita, Castle in the Sky. Yeah, and I think. Do you know what? If I was going to go outside of anime, yeah. you know what film I have watched probably more than any other film. It's blasphemous thing.
0: to go outside of anime, but go on. Fifth Element. Have okay. I seen Fifth Element? No, I haven't. <gasps> I had to have a conversation <gasps> with myself for five seconds.
1: I was hoping that you would be like, oh, I know an anime that you would love because you like Fifth Element. But I
0: mean, after I figure out what Fifth Element actually is, i probably have one.
1: It's one with Bruce Willis and Chris Tucker and Hovovich.
0: No. Oh, my God. Maybe I, You're in it. For it. I need stream. to go watch it.
1: Yeah, you do. It's go go rent it on Prime Video. Also, something else I need to ask. Mm-hmm. Right, we've talked about your fear of heights mm-hmm. and roller coasters. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, we haven't talked about water. What do you like on the water? I'm cool. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I like water. You like a boat? Yeah, I'm cool with a boat. I yeah? think I'll be cool with a boat. I've, I mean, I've, have I been on a boat? Yes, I have. I've been on a ferry a few times. We took a road trip to Romania in 2016. To feed orphans, actually, Aww. which was great. It was a lovely experience and very humbling. Mm. But yeah, we got we drove the van onto a ferry and we stayed on the ferry for like a day, like oh, half a day. What about you?
1: I can't. I can't. I'm not good on boats. Awful. Really? Really Are bad. You good
0: You're good with heights and stuff though? Uh,
1: uh, I don't love heights, but I will, like, I like rock uh indoor rock climbing like okay. i'm fine into rock climbing because i know that i'm like tethered and stuff yeah, so yeah. i don't i don't feel scared yeah. i think everybody gets the heebie-jeebies when you're up high though yeah like it's not that i'm afraid of water i'm just like i get awfully seasick like really? i once when i was at, and i've told this both to adults and children when doing stand-up but i was once on a ferry and the water was so choppy that like everyone was getting seasick yeah and so i ran up to the edge because you know like when you stand by the rail like you can at least like watch the horizon or do whatever get the wind in your face yeah, you feel yeah, better yeah. but i uh, like i was starting to feel better and then yeah. someone ran up next to me and vomited but it got caught in the wind and went all oh, over my me knees. Down my face, down my top. And of course, if you get vomited on, you're going to vomit as well. So I vomited. No way. I'm not lying. It got caught on the wind and my vomit went on the person next to me. And like it set off a chain reaction down the side of the boat.
0: (laughs) Are you serious?
1: I am absolutely serious.
0: This This is a family guy... Moment, right? This yeah. happened. My it top of line good. when I do
1: it in stand-up is that it's called the vomino effect.
0: Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> thank please? you, thank you. <laughs> oh my days! That the vomino effect. But yeah, so I'd that be awful. Genius. I'd be the
1: worst Viking ever.
0: Oh man, I f- I'm strangely delighted and tragically mourning whatever part of you died on that boat because Ugh. to get vomit in your face that doesn't belong to you is it's nev- it's never nice. Sorry never nice. guys. Sorry guys.
1: Not just on my face, on my top. Oh, yeah,
0: your top more than your face. Nah, your bit. face. I was man. a
1: child, mate. It was like, everywhere. When oh. you're a child, there's more, more of you to, you know, yeah, covers yeah, more.
0: Yeah. yeah, you're a smaller <laughs> person. Yeah, that's right. It takes less Which means
1: my vomit probably went on the crotch of the person next to me when I think about it. No,
0: this is so disgusting.
1: (laughs) Should we uh, get back onto the show? Yes,
0: we should. We should do that. That's what we should do.
1: Let's uh, set imaginary sail because um, you obviously don't want me vomiting in the studio. Today we'll discuss episode 8 of Vinland Saga season 1, Beyond the Edge of the Sea, which is streaming right now on Prime Video.
0: And as always, you can expect some spoilers in this podcast. So if you'd rather, mm, I don't know. Watch it before, then please feel free to do that. Pause and come back when you're all caught up. Beck, spill the tea on this episode. What happened?
1: Okay, right. Strap in for another Beck summary. Ashlad and his crew go back home where he finally gives Thorfin the jewel he asked for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ashlad's like, oh, well, you got big quick. Mm. Yeah, what? we're not even halfway through the series yet. <laughs> how old are Ashla, you? Ashland says that, yeah, he breaks the fourth wall.
0: He's
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, how old are you? And then Dolphin just tries to kill him without mm. answering. Mm-hmm. A bit rude. Mm-hmm. Waves kicks his butt, mm-hmm. rightfully so, yep. and then Torfin refuses to join everyone for dinner mm-hmm. and instead spends the night sulking on his own, which definitely proves that T-Dog is 100% a teenager.
0: T-Dog, I like that.
1: We also meet Uncle Gorm, a slave girl, and briefly see Canute, who seems to be an elf prince, and we'll get to that later. So that, that's basically the episode, the end. Okay. How, what did you think of it? What did you think of the episode?
0: Yeah, this one was obviously a lot slower paced mm. and it created a lot more context around the kind of things that torofin is inside rather than just about Torafin's kind of angsty journey. Do you mm. know what I mean? But he got the duel in the end and he flopped again. <laughs> and I think he deserved to flop there. I yeah. think he was being a bit hasty and I think he, he does have a lot more to learn. So I'm... I expected it to go exactly how it went.
1: What annoys me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I know we will talk about it more later, but mm-hmm. it has to be said, is that he's all about the honor, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to just kill Ashlab with his back turned. He's going to wait till the jewels on. Mm-hmm. But like he has lost three jewels, which in normal circumstances would mean that he he was dead three times. Yeah. So it annoys me that he's like best out of five. You know, like like he just keeps changing the rules. Like
0: he could just keep coming back to life. Like Yeah. It's not a game, Torofin. Do you know what I mean? This is real life, bro.
1: Yeah. He he bugs me.
0: Does that that annoys you? It bugs me, yeah, yeah. I think I think literally giving him life here. Because like Ashalad is definitely strong enough and experienced enough to just kill Torofin at any point. Do you know what I mean? And has enough
1: power. He could have someone else kill him as well. Do you know what I mean?
0: Beyond could just like crush his head Mm. without the mushroom. Do you know what I mean? And I just think I think that uh, Torfin's still got an element of like spoiled little brat to him. Even though he's older and he knows like he knows how to like kill and he understands the, the kind of what I, what I hope he understands the gravity or he's starting to understand the gravity of death. And he's mm. going to eventually I want him to tip over the threshold, mentally become like Tors and emotionally become like Tors.
1: Mm. We all want to see that.
0: Yeah, I think he, he needs to mature. I don't think it's about his ability. Mm. I think it's about where his head's at. And his head so far into the revenge pit that it's going to be quite difficult for him to actually keep his cool and 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 be the person that he wants to be. Yeah. Both for himself and his dad.
1: I think that's a really good point. Yeah. And I think we're going to go into that further. But first, do you have any context for me, Show?
0: I do have some context for you. So we haven't really talked about voice actors very much. And I thought this would be a good opportunity because obviously they introduced the character Torkel, who's voiced by Akio Otsuka.
1: Right, and Torkel's the guy at the end of this episode who's all like, war is fun.
0: Yeah, he throws the axe and like cuts like 16 man in half before it lands very deep in the mast of a ship. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. think that was... Just kind of a demonstration of his strength before we we exit that episode, which I think was dope.
1: So who's Akio Otsuka?
0: He's an incredibly prolific voice actor, actually, who's voiced characters like All for One from My Hero Academia, Blackbeard from One Piece. That is, that ah. is, that is massive. That is massive. I loved Blackbeard's voice, like, and his just whole character. To be fair, that those are some of my favorite characters. Um, yeah. From those series, from those respective series. So yeah, big up Akio. Akio Otsuka, legend.
1: With that in mind, knowing that Akio has voiced a lot of your favourite characters in the past, mm-hmm. and having seen all of Vinland Saga, do you reckon he's a good fit?
0: Yeah, I think I think he drew on the same equipment in his in his vocal uh, setup. Let me mm-hmm. say <laughs> his biological vocal setup that he used for uh, Blackbeard in One Piece. Because I think right. now now that I've pieced those things together. I feel like Blackbeard's voice and character, to be fair, are quite similar to Torko's in in their lust for battle, but also in their stature. Blackbeard's a very like a also a giant of a man, right, right, um, and pirates. Yeah, and pirates exactly, yeah. exactly. But it just a just in terms of his his whole his whole kind of an, anatomical setup, yeah, it's quite similar to Torko's, But Blackbeard's obviously got black hair, and torko has got straggly Tor blonde hair. hair. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, the way that we're introduced to Torkel is like he puts his hand
0: oh, on the, a soldier's
1: head yeah. and it's like, like you know I mean? almost completely like he's holding an apple.
0: Very subtle ways of just showing how intensely bestial he is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That is like he's a completely different type of animal. Yeah. Like completely. Fun fact about Akio, actually. He's the son of another famous voice actor called uh, Shikeo Otsuka, who worked on shows like Astro Boy, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and One Piece as well.
1: Oh my gosh. Like Astro, that's like going back to the original anime.
0: Trust me. Like, I I need to just do an honourable shout out to this entire lineage of absolute legends. Do you (laughs) know what I mean? Like, what? (laughs) Absolute legends, man.
1: Is there anyone else we should know about in the show?
0: Yes, there is. There is some other stuff that we should know. One last fun fact for you. Prince Canute who we see but don't hear in this episode, is voiced by Kensho Ono, who's famous for being the voice of the dubbed version of Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. The Japanese dubbed version of Harry Potter.
1: Wow. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear Knut's voice now. Trust me. I want to know if I sound like Daniel Radcliffe speaking Japanese.
0: That would... Ooh, good one. What kind of character do you see Do you see him being?
1: Uh, all I know is that it's the same voice actor did Harry Potter. So I guess when they cast Kensho, yeah. they knew that people would be associating those two things. So
0: yeah.
1: like, I imagine it's someone, what was he, Harry Potter's from like a lineage. Mm-hmm. He's sort of seen as like a uh, a savior type character. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's that, there's gotta be that. There's gotta be like a, yeah, like a, like a, the one type wow. of feeling about them.
0: There's a lot of similarities there actually, I think, because Harry Potter as a character was kind of dropped into being the one based on his family lineage.
1: Yeah.
0: And Canute is in a similar position because the brother right. isn't about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's been dropped into it as well in in a very similar way based on his lineage.
1: Hmm. And
0: they're both voiced by Kensho. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Both,
1: so um, do magic?
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? Canute <laughs> might have something up his sleeve. Do you know what I mean? Fingers well, crossed.
1: he does look like an elf.
0: Yeah, word. Word. There you go. There you go. There you go. It's all connecting, you know.
1: Do you... Think that all the voice actors in Villain Saga do a good job?
0: Yeah, think I think they right? do a brilliant job, a brilliant, brilliant job. I think Torfin's voice actor did a fantastic job with the whole kind of plot of his, of his development and his growth in time skips as a character, because he kind of grows, but everyone else is in that stage where five years could pass and you don't really see any difference mm. in in their age. Do you know what I mean? So you're really understanding the time shift. Well, I hope you're understanding the time shift through. Torafin's growth. Yeah. And I think the the way that they've changed the voice um to be like that of a semi-broken adolescent teen as opposed to the little naive child that he was before. Mm. And then what came in between that I feel like he went from like 6 to like 11 to like 13 14. And in the 13 14 where he is now he's just like a machine yeah. with two with two blades like but he's but he's still 14 though. Do you know what I mean? It's I think the way that they've they've transitioned those voices along with the time skip of the character um, and the growth of the character is, is, I'd call it masterful. Definitely, I felt it.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. What about young Torfin? Because like that, that's a, got some good rage there. There's yeah, a lot of yeah. anger.
0: Six-year-old Torfin, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, voiced by Shizuka Ishigami, and yeah, I just, I just think she's done an amazing job.
1: Well, because like a lot of women end up voicing young boys. Yeah, you know, because if the, if it's a long running series or something, their voice won't break. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and obviously in this one, his voice does break. Yeah. But uh, I've not seen many where the the child is like just so messed up. Yeah. Would you ever be a voice actor, Shay? I
0: def I mean, shout me. Do you know what I mean? If you think my voice fits something, this summer. Do you know what I mean? Shout oh, you me. would
1: do trailers and stuff. Yeah, I'll
0: do all of it, bro. I'll yeah. do all of it. I collect all the coins. I'll do all of it.
1: <laughs> Can you do accents? I'm not bad. Do my accent. No pressure.
0: Give me a sentence to say. That's actually. All
1: right. I'll give you the easiest sentence and anyone listening, you can do this. Do you know what? Even if there's people around, do this right now. I don't care if you're on a train or on a bus, <laughs> um, but you know, if you're not trained at home. Okay. So this is the easiest sentence to get an Australian accent. Ready? There's a shark in the water.
0: There's a shark in the water. Actually, that's good. Is that right? Yeah, yeah it's really good. Thanks. I'm impressed. There we go.
1: I can't do any other accents. <laughs> I'm a, I do voice acting. Like I've, I've done NPCs for Mass Effect, Andromeda and what? Anthem and stuff. So if you're playing those and you hear like an NPC with this accent, that's, that's this you guy. You might
0: be one of the coolest people I know in life, you know. Oh, thanks. I'll be honest,
1: <laughs> but then also like uh, I've done some audio stuff where I get to it. like, but it's always Australians. I always play Australians. So like, I did it. I, the last thing I did was a kangaroo who's teaching kids how to be fit.
0: That is.
1: So cr- it's all like, hey, jump around. Where okay. Have we gone Actually, I went American. Then that's the only other accent I can do. <laughs> hey
0: Shay, how you going? No.
1: That was a, oh. that was Australian again. I can't do the accents. I say I well, will.
0: My chest is. Caving in on itself on,
1: Let me try and say give, give me a sentence And I'll try and say it In a child's American accent
0: <laughs> <laughs> Say um, The Worst Generation album Is out now
1: The Worst Generation album Is out now Ha <laughs>
0: Oh, that is amazing. Catch you later. Oh, my days. Now, you're sick. You're actually, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely one of the coolest people I know in life. I don't know what oh, that, I mean, that about me. That's a lot from you.
1: <laughs> No, honestly. All right, well, we're going to do this. We're going to take over the world. Cool. We'll come in from completely different angles and they won't expect it at all.
0: I mean, I don't think they really expected this podcast no. in the first place. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think this was quite unique in itself, in and of itself. This is hella metal, but we're trying to open it up. Do you know what I mean? That's what we're here for, really. That's right. Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Cool. So at the end of Normani, your episode seven, we see ashelad and the gang and they've completely scammed Jabath out of a lot of his gold or all of his gold, to be fair, mm. all of his treasures and stuff. And they sail away and they return to their village for the first time after I don't even know how many yeah. months or whatever the case. They seem to have been on a long, a long stint.
1: Well, let's see. The, the villagers don't recognize Torfim, which means he wasn't with them when they were last at the village. Yeah. And he's grown. They must have been away for at least six years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. At that least makes sense. Six. six or seven. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a long um, time away. Is that what they used to do?
1: But you um, know what? <laughs> That's do,
0: throwing me a bit. What, but
1: what you forget is like, traveling by boat takes ages.
0: To traveling by, countries, yeah.
1: like, a hand road boat is even longer. They
0: must be hella strong.
1: Yeah, you won't want to do them in an arm wrestle.
0: Wow. I understand why they're so violent or why they can be so violent now.
1: Yeah, I and wouldn't I, even challenge them to a thumb war.
0: Bro, man, they'll just break your whole arm. So what do you think they're going to do with the treasure now that they've got it?
1: Oh, okay. I guess I I assume they just go on a little shopping spree back home. Mm. So like everyone's really excited because they're coming to spend all their money, mm. which I guess they're kind of doing. Like they're going to, you know, Uncle Gorm's pretty tight. Yeah. Well, I don't think Uncle Gorm's tight. I think he's really realistic.
0: Yeah, I just think I just think he's... He's not, I don't think he's a miser. No. But he's definitely a merchant type person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he's very frugal. That's the word I'm looking for.
1: Yes. Yeah, he is. But I I think that makes sense. Like if I had someone who kept coming back and eating all of my food, I'd be like, you're paying for that. Yeah, (laughs) this is
0: going to cost this and that's going to cost. Just to let you know. Yeah. There's money involved here. Do you know what I mean? Like your, yeah, valor and honor and haha. Yeah, cool. But money, though. Do you know what I mean?
1: I think they're going to spend the treasure on exactly what I would spend it on, which is snacks.
0: Yeah. And probably booze.
1: Snacks and booze. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of treasure. Yeah. What about that jewel? I'm asking because Thorfinn gives Ashlad a run for his money.
0: (laughs) Ah, This is a love-hate relationship. I hope you know that.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other
0: way. Fully. I think Thorfinn. Just like
1: Ashlad and (laughs) Thorfinn.
0: exactly yeah. like exactly like i'm yeah. just trying to kill you that's
1: yeah that's you're trying to kill me in a doing a
0: one-on-one duel I'm to the death
1: dragging you along
0: <laughs> and i'm just following because you killed my dad that's what happened
1: yeah what do you think of that duel
0: it was emotion it was a little bit of an emotional roller coaster because i at first i thought raw torfins actually and and they reflected that in in the in the crew that were watching the battle as well mm. but they were like raw torfins actually alright now <laughs> yeah when that guy's
1: like oh he wasn't hit he jumped
0: yeah yeah You're yeah like, yeah. yeah yeah Bjorn I think Bjorn is one of my favourite characters
1: I'm actually growing to
0: Bjorn now yeah man he's one of my favourite characters I've got a lot of time and respect for Bjorn
1: it's like he grew out of the mushroom phase and he's become a bit more mature
0: I think I think he's just on a f- constant come down yeah so he's just <laughs> looking at things from a very
1: somber yeah just yeah. a
0: very somber chill space do you know what I mean yeah. like yeah that happened yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. And he's just got loads of battle experience and wisdom anyway. Do you get me? If he was mm. a Pokemon, he'd already be level like 98 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like 90, level 98 Rhydon or something. Just crazy massive tank. Well, Today
1: might get a shiny card. Do you
0: know what I mean? Like what a guy. Big up Bjorn, man. And and Bjorn's voice actor. Need to start bigging up voice actors. So yeah, I think that uh, the battle was dope. I enjoyed it. I loved the fact that Torefin threw the first blow. And actually, nearly sliced the whole nose bridge out of <laughs> Asherlad's face. Mm. Uh, but Asherlad is just so annoyingly composed. Yeah. Like, even if even when he's even when he's thrown off balance, he still manages to regain control of the battle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because Obviously,
0: Torafin throws him off balance or so gets him off balance with the agility, and he goes to grab, uh, I think, Torfin's left hand to kind of try and dis- disarm him of one of his blades. And Torafin just like kind of notices and jumps yes. back and he and he, uh, he gives which gives uh, ashlad time to pick up his sword again after thorfin very very skillfully and very accurately swiped it out of his hand and knocked it to the floor yeah
1: and you, you see that moment where ashlad realizes that like he doesn't just battle people with strength mm. he battles them psychologically definitely and so there's that moment where he's just like starts taunting him
0: i think that's his true superpower Do yeah. you know what i mean i don't i don't think ashlad i think no ashlad is definitely crazy strong um, but I don't think we've seen Ash. Again, I don't think we've seen Ashland's f- full potential as a fighter yet. He has never had a rage mm. moment.
1: I was really worried that that Torfin was about to win because I was like, oh, I kind of don't want Ashland to die yet.
0: Wouldn't that, I think that would be quite a plot twist? That would that would that would bring me back to like Game of Thrones time. Yeah, when like early Game of Thrones when Arya Stark's dad dies. And you just didn't think that was gonna happen, and then he just gets beheaded, and you're like, "Is he dead though?" And you're like, "Nah, he's dead." And it's like, right, anyone can get it in this. Mm. That would it would have been that for me. If if Ashlad had died, it would be okay. So it's not about Ashlad. Oh, what? Then.
1: So to- when Tor's died, that didn't do it for you.
0: No, of <laughs> that course. Did it for I mean, me. come on, it did it, but then it became about Ashlad. Do you yeah, get me? And yeah. if Ashlad died, who does it become about? Dwarf. And where does it go? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, I think I think that would I, I might have enjoyed that. Hmm. I can see the potential. I can see the potential in it.
1: The nice thing about this show is that the characters are so uh, clear mm. and defined mm. that you could do any storyline with them. Yeah. And know exactly where it's going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and enjoy it as well because of like the fact that everybody's just in the middle of war and famine and and politics and uh, more war. Can we uh, just talk about ashlad's genus a little bit please he seems to be a bit of a celeb i'm glad you from. said genus yeah
1: not a different letter what Pe- what
0: penis what? no no Beck. oh <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk about ashlad's ashlad's absolute gangstrosity oh um good word lovely thank you yeah i think he's a bit of a celeb where he's from do you know what i mean
1: yeah they were there's all Beatlemania about him yeah if
0: you had instagram Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How many followers would Ashlad have for all the wrong reasons? At
1: least 40 in his village.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. 40 and he's an influencer. Ashlad. Yeah. I guess in those times. That would be great. I'd love that. But yeah, he comes back with all the riches and whatever. And then you see like the harem of women that are kind of... It's crazy. Crowded outside of his house looking like just a bunch of like groupies. Yeah, and I think I also think, if
1: it's been six years, a lot of them were like children when he left.
0: What, do you know what? That's a very good point. That's actually quite disturbing. But I but underst- maybe
1: they've just heard they've heard stories. About yeah,
0: they've probably grown up knowing from their parent, from their like, mum. And he brings treasure. Do you know what I mean? Who probably mm. also fancied him when he was in his twenties or whatever. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That would that would actually be quite funny to kind of see. Do you get me, Ash- mm. L- That's a good spin off. Lad's journey.
1: Yeah. Just
0: as but like as a young man. Yeah, because he's definitely like player. pressing 50 now.
1: Oh yeah, totally. You know he's losing mean? hair.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's do you, oh, did you see that when he when he pulled he the yeah he weird. pulls the hair and he comes out of his chin. I thought I thought that maybe was a very subtle signal to him having like a sickness.
1: That's what I thought. Uh, maybe he it started is. to look a bit ill, and I don't know if it's age or illness.
0: It might be both. Stress. It might be illness because of age. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, I think the harem thing is like a like a massive trope in anime as well. I remember last time you spoke about tropes in the oh, last yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah, man. It's a big it's a big trope.
1: Yeah, because you know how you, we all see the screaming women everywhere where we walk.
0: No, I, I mean I do mean Do you it's... get
1: it actually you 'Cause you're 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 like you know, you're famous.
0: No. <laughs> do you I'm... ever
1: have like loads of girls who are like, ah, oh, Shay
0: Yeah, I don't really have feverish fans like that though. I have I definitely have
1: Are they more cool? Admiring they just slide into your DMs.
0: Yeah, they do, yeah. actually. <laughs> 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 yes they do. Maybe yes, that's the new
1: Beatlemania. So I mentioned this in my, in my summary briefly, but obviously Torfin, he loses, he's a bit hurt, so he goes and like hangs out on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then he has like a full Lion King, Simba, Mufasa moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does. More recently likened to Black Panther as well. Right. It's like a little, a very ancestral kind of otherly, otherworldly, plain revelation type mm. conversation, epiphany thing. Yeah, he has that moment with with Tors on the boat, and he I love the fact that they did like a a, a reverse time skip, as as Tors goes to put his hand on Toffin's head, and he goes from being the the fourteen or thirteen year old teenager back to being the six year old kid. Ugh, Do you know what I mean? I found my that, my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that, that was, happened,
1: he's just suddenly little again.
0: Yeah, that was a real moment, and it's
1: such moment. a beautiful moment as well because whether it's whether it's a real spirit visiting him or mm-hmm. whether it's his mind mm-hmm. either way it's it's true to who tours was yeah like tours is like you know how i feel yeah. and i don't want you doing this mm-hmm. but you're not going to listen to me yeah. like this is obviously something you need to learn on your own mm-hmm. which is just like i just thought was really nice because i get frustrated when characters when you're like the answer's right there just listen yeah yeah, yeah. so to have that character who's giving the answer to say yeah i i, I get it you need to do this on your own mm-hmm is like that just made me go oh okay yeah yeah it's that a very is grounded
0: case. moment you know what i mean when a parent can accept that you need to make your own mistakes mm. and you're watching that as a viewer we've seen that a million times in many different many different films and stuff and a few times across this actually with like but mostly with the women the like other motherly characters that are across this whether they're surprised in the end or not they always kind of Already have a wisdom about what might happen because of age or experience. You get me, and mm. they're very holistically kind of aware and conscious of how little that the subject of that conversation actually knows. And generally, they're a lot, they're a lot younger than the mother themselves or the the, the woman themselves. And I don't think we've had that kind of foresight from anyone or that kind of wisdom so intrinsically from from anyone else in the show. Other than Tours. Do you mm. know what I mean? Ashlad's had his moments. Obviously Torrefin hasn't had any of those moments. He's just on smoke. But mm. Tours is seems to be the one with the best foresight so far outside of the 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 women that are not part of the harem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I definitely think that was a touching moment for me. That was like a again, a very grounded moment where the the the, the series reminded us of the point. Because mm. it, it got it got a bit chaotic. It was more about Torefin's aims of revenge and the battle and whatever the case may be but I think that was good for Torefin to kind of realign himself even though he he didn't obviously he wasn't going to listen and to to whether it's again like a manifestation of of tours or it was a spirit that visited him he he wasn't going to listen but even if it was his psyche speaking to him it was something that he needed did you get me oh yeah definitely needed it he definitely needed it so that was that was a good moment I love that
1: Mm. So obviously this episode is fairly slow paced mm-hmm. and it's building and building. And then we just jump forward a year, mm-hmm. like right at the end. They're just like, oh, and by the way, here's the wider scale of everything that's happening.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think they do that a lot. Like again, through, through Torfin, they, they do a lot. There's a lot of time skips, bigger ones. As yeah. Well, yeah.
1: But you know this know one's I mean? right at the end, which I found really uh, like, oh, okay. Because normally you'd introduce new characters at the beginning. Word. There's a whole bunch. We meet Ragnar. Mm-hmm. We, get, we come back to Floki. Yes. Haven't seen Floki in a while.
0: Yeah, we get, we get Floki back, like you said. We get Ragnar, who's like right-hand uh, counsel to Canute, who's another um, who's the prince, who's another mm. uh, new character. And then we see a little bit more of... I love how they're doing like a cow and chicken parents thing with Canute's dad, the king, King Swain. I love how they're not really showing his face too much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember in Cow and Chicken where they, where they had the parents, but you could only see their legs? You,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like they're doing yeah, a they're bit. They're doing of, a few other.
0: Doing a bit of that.
1: Charlie Brown and stuff.
0: Yeah, they're doing yeah. a bit of that in there.
1: And we don't really see Knute's face. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, behind the helmet. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, we see a, a bit more of King Swain's personality. You get a kind of steely persona from him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of new dynamics added to the show via the characters at this point. So yeah, I'm mm. I'm looking forward to seeing how that develops.
1: And we introduced the fact that they're in London. Yes. We're gonna get some local references. Londinium for us. And then yeah, we we get to Thorcow, who we spoke about earlier, who looks like he's gonna be quite the character.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm I can already tell what kind of character he is. He's mm. like another he gives me vibes like he's related to Ashlad. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I hundred percent. thought was Do you get, do you see where Ashilad. I'm coming from? You, what? what? Huh? I thought it was Ashlad because it was because he looks like
0: him. He. They look very like, oh, very similar. I put
1: a thing around his head and now he's like yelling.
0: This is like his rage mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is Ashlad when he's super saiyan, but no, it's obviously a completely different character. And he's, he's yeah, I can tell what kind of character he is. He's like the big dumb brute that only has a sense of intelligence for war yeah do you know what i mean he's he almost feels like he almost feels like he has like some kind of social awkwardness he doesn't he seems to be quite jolly and merry but he he has like this very very strong focus on war Mm. do you know what i mean he war just excites his very spirit
1: yeah i'm intrigued to see what happens in the next episode actually
0: all right so quickfire favorite character Go.
1: I'm going to say Ashlad in this one.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say, just because of the way he threw the axe to the end, I'm going to say Torkoel.
1: Nice. Yeah,
0: man. That was crazy.
1: Well, what about least favorite character?
0: Least favorite character, I think, is Canute, because I just think he just looks really unusual and I don't really <laughs> like his face. So you're just what judging. What I can see of his face. No, just I'm taking it back. I'm it taking it back. Ragnar, because of the shape of his head. It's like an egg. Yeah. It looks like a bullet
1: does look like a bullet.
0: It does look like a bullet. That's
1: mean to anyone out there with bullet heads.
0: I mean, did you think they know they've got a bullet? Anyway, anyway. Anyway, least favourite character.
1: Mine's Gorm, Uncle Gorm. Gorm, yeah? Yeah, like, I didn't mind him, and then he was being a, a, a douche to uh, the slave to Horderland. Oh, so yeah, I was like, no.
0: Oh, damn, i got no yeah. time for you, mate. No, I'm changing mine. Gorm's, Gorm's an us. Yeah, he's yeah, an, Gorm's ass. an ass.
1: Yeah, Gorm's an Us. Yeah. Favourite scene? The axe throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The axe throw,
0: man actually you cut through like six seven eight nine ten guys i can't even remember how many guys it was, it was.
1: very impressive it's
0: crazy bro and then you and then the thing is that's why i love this show you saw they showed the aftermath of the of the of the, the the axis trajectory as well yeah they didn't just show that and show it going into the into the mast and then cut back to talk they showed a scene like a like a frame of the aftermath where one guy's half on the boat and another guy's arm is cut off yep. and he's holding it and i just found that so dope so yeah that's that's mine what about yours
1: mine is like just when they all the vikings are assembling like knut's on the hill and everyone's getting together because to me i was like all right stuff's about to go down sick yeah
0: uh most epic moment
1: i think uh the most epic moment for me was when you realize that asha Ladd is playing Thorfinn like during the duel, when you there's just that moment where it's clear that he's waking him up mm-hmm. so that he can then get an advantage mm-hmm. for me that was like I was like oh the game's just changed
0: yeah 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 i think yeah. i definitely agree with you i think i think we're on the same page there and i I, w- I wonder if Torofin is actually a lot better a fighter than we're giving him credit for because of that like maybe achlad was like yo i don't know if if he, if i give him a moment to concentrate really and get my rhythm he might get me because he's. Mm. I feel like I feel like I feel like biologically or anatomically Torefin is faster than probably every other character in this show. Do you get yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. Including Ashlad, even with his experience. Do you get me? And it's only Ashlad's experience that's that won him that battle. Do mm-hmm. you get me? Again, like you said, he played the mental battle. So, yeah, I'd agree with you. I think I think that was that was a moment. I was like, oh, bro, don't get called out. Don't get drawn out, my guy, please. like I really want him to play drawn out and then just go whoop. And just do a crazy like slice yeah. open his stomach no, or something. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted him to be there so bad. So yeah, that was yeah. an epic moment for me as well. So what question do you most want answered in the next episode? Uh
1: oh, I want to know what's happening back home. Okay. Like we haven't we haven't had an update about um Ilva or the um, mum. Yeah, we haven't had we don't know what's going on. I don't know where Leif is. What's Leif oh, up there? Where's Leif?
0: That's my question. Yeah. Where What is... happened to the
1: other guy? I know they went back where's home. Leif? But did they leave again or are they still there? I don't Dunno. know.
0: And then oh. that evil
1: Scar guy. With the with the chain whip.
0: Half Dan.
1: Yeah. With the
0: chain and the hair and what's he up to? Where's half Dan at?
1: Is he full Dan or quarter Dan now? Who knows? Damn.
0: He might be full Dan. He might just be Dan now. Just Dan.
1: <laughs> just just me my mate. He Dan. was half
0: Dan before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He might just be Dan now. He might have evolved into Dan. Third stage Pokemon.
1: What question do you want most answered?
0: Where's Leif at? Yeah. 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 I, I think I think that's for me. I think that sounds that feels right. I'm concerned. <laughs> Yeah, and other than wondering about where my guy Leif is at, that is actually the, <laughs> the end of our episode, and episode eight of Vinland Saga, which gave us a bit of a turning point to pivot off of.
1: Yeah, join us next week as we discuss what exactly is up with this Thorkell chap, and chat to Kat Jarman, an archaeologist, broadcaster, and author of a new book about Vikings called River Kings.
0: Yes, and that is it. Thank you for listening to Animator Z.
1: If you like what you heard, let us know by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to us.
0: And don't forget, you can also watch Vinland Saga on Prime Video now. Animator Z is a Little Dot Studios production for Prime Video UK.
1: The show is hosted by Shay Lingo and Becky.
0: It's produced by Nicole Davis, Jake Cunningham and Harold McShill.
1: With production coordination from Ellie Aitken and editing by James Payne.
0: With additional research by Ren Skateni.
1: If you've enjoyed the show, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast and wherever else you get your podcasts.